to Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 535. And Nirvana with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Uh, sunny with a high of 80 today. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 84. It is uh, 43 in downtown Springfield. You know, I'm looking at Sunday. Guess what the high temperature is going to be? What? 69, giggity. All right. After two days over 80? Yeah, yeah. I want to go back down to 69, giggity. All right. You know, rarely does that sound like a disappointing number, but uh, yeah. in this case, it's kind of a disappointing number. Well, at least it's not 96. Yes. Yes. Not ready for that either. Then you'd have some crap to deal with, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, that's right. right. Yeah, be careful with your nose sticks. Right, right. Hey, listen. Uh, after 8 o'clock this morning, we are going to give you the next keyword to cash. Uh-oh. And when you do, and you hear that word, you're going to want to enter it into rock102.com for... Maybe winning a thousand bucks. I'm gonna Maybe. guess. I'm gonna guess it has something to do with money. I have not seen the word yet, and uh, the word today is. Well, you can't really say the word yet. You have to wait until eight o'clock, right? Yes. Right. Uh, but I was just checking to see if, in fact, it was about money. Is it? It is. All right. Good see, prediction. I knew. I'm, I'm like, uh, I'm like the Kreskin. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking more Put like the envelope to my. Yes. Head. Yeah. That's exactly what you're like. You were thinking more like what? Go ahead. I, I was going to say more like uh, like a Yuri Geller. You, you could bend spoons and tell the future. No, I'm more of the Kreskin who just wants to sit there and pretend I know what I'm talking about. See, that's my job. That's our job. Okay, but fine. It's Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Rock 102 wants to know, what would you say if you won $1,000? Woohoo! All right. That's amazing. Yeah! Oh, my goodness. This is so exciting. I'm literally shaking. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 552 in ZZ Top with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be a nice day today. Sunny and a high of 80. Tomorrow, sunny and a high of 84. It's 43 right now in downtown Springfield. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well to the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Uh, John uh, Leguizamo? Yes. I like him. I you think do? he's uh, funny. Yeah, he was joking yesterday uh, that if white actors keep getting cast in Latino roles, he's going to cast himself as Gwyneth Paltrow in a movie about her ski accident <laughs> trial. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. I believe it. Because, you know, the, the argument being made is, uh, you know, you got white actors who are playing Latino ca- characters. Well, you remember back in like a, like the 30s and 40s, yeah. you'd have white actors playing Asian in Asian roles? You had white actors playing almost every role. Yes. Yeah. You did. Yeah. And it, that's not really authentic, I guess, when you're... Uh, you know, casting for something that requires somebody, you know, if the, if the movie is culturally based in one culture, then it would make sense to have somebody who's part of that culture be the star of the show. But, eh, we'll just throw any old person in there. Why not? I don't see why <laughs> why Tom Hanks can't be in any number of films involving uh you know, ethnic cultures, he seems to be perfectly likable by everybody. Well, I mean, actors are actors, and I mean, I guess you're, you know, part of being in acting is being somebody else that you're not, but if you're trying to, like, you're not parodying somebody, you're you're trying to be in the role. 
You right. might not be able to be fully in the role if you're not a hundred percent, maybe of descent. To, you know what I mean? You know Listen, what I'm getting at? No matter how good of an actor you are, there are certain roles that maybe you're just not up for. Like I would never have, like say, like Robert De Niro be suddenly in the Little Rascals. No, because I, I, yeah, I mean, there's well, some issues. That are unresolvable. I, I could see the hair being like an alfalfa kind of thing. Sure. Yeah. You talking to me? <laughs> I don't hey, see spanky. anybody else here. Hey, Spanky. <laughs> you know, we talked about uh, Robert De Niro uh, welcoming his seventh baby at the age of 79 years old. Yes. Uh, he can have a little rascal. Yeah, that kid could be in the little that rascal. That could be a little rascal. Uh, but it's not as uncommon as you think. BuzzFeed put together a list of others who've had kids later in life. Here are a few of them. Paul McCartney had his fifth child at 61. They range in age from 19 to 60. Damn. Okay. Jeff Goldblum had his first at 62 and his second at 64. All right. Elton John had his first child at 63 and his second at 66. I didn't even know he had children. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I, maybe adopted, perhaps. Alec Baldwin, uh, his eighth child at the age of 64. Gary Busey had his third child at 65. You know, and, and you know what? They're listing all these people. They're like, oh, yeah, don't worry. These people have had to. Yeah, look at the people you're presenting. Steve, Alec look, Baldwin, Gary they, Busey. You're uh, 43? Yeah, I'll be 45, actually, this year. No kidding. Can you imagine really? that? Yeah. All right, you're 45, if, okay? Yeah. I'm about, uh, about 11 years older than you. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine at 45? Chasing after a toddler? No, I can't. No, I, I can't no, either. No, no. I, I. But but again, you know, I'm not up for it. If so, if I had maybe the money that these folks have, where you, I mean, you bring a life into this world. You want to make sure that it's uh, go as far as you can to see them grow up. Absolutely. You're gonna this, sure. He's 79. How much longer does he have? Even if he lives to 100, the kid, you know, you're gonna die before your kid turns 20. Yeah, I said this yesterday. Who's gonna produce more diapers, the baby or dad? Probably dad. Rod Stewart had his eighth child at 66. Clint Eastwood, 66. Mick Jagger had his eighth at 73. Jesus. George Lucas had his fourth child at uh, 69. Yeah. Fourth. Well, he didn't get her pregnant that way. He just had the baby at 69. You know what I mean? Now, when he had that fourth child, did anyone yeah. say to George Lucas, may the fourth be with may you? May the fourth be with you. And he probably uh, slapped the Lucasfilm limited sticker on it and said, ah, just put this in the closet with the rest of them. What I wouldn't give to be encased yeah. in carbon yeah. right about now. We'll, we'll pull this child out 30 years from now and uh, <laughs> see if we can make a life out of him. Because they probably did. But, you know, that's the thing. Wealthy celebrities uh, having children. Yeah, well, us uh, regular poor folk, uh, I, you know, I'm done. That, that I'm all done. Nick Cannon having that, that he's he's got an issue, that guy. To, to be, to keep having children. You have enough money to, like, maybe adopt a kid or two. and Or buy a box of condoms. Yeah. That might be helpful, that, too. That uh, seems to me that's the most cost-effective measure didn't, didn't I just ask you yesterday, Max, weren't you wondering about Mindy Kaling's fitness journey? You know, I was wondering about Mindy Kaling's fitness, fitness journey. Well, lo and behold, here's a story about it this morning. Mindy okay. Kaling's fitness journey includes 20 miles of running or hiking per week, 
plus lifting weights with a trainer. As a mother of two, she wakes up really early to fit in her workouts and lives in her workout clothes, which means she doesn't wash her workout clothes, which uh, means yeah, Mindy Kaling might have a little hazmat situation going on in the undercarriage area. Let me tell you about my fitness training. My fitness training begins and ends as soon as I'm fitness box of donuts down my channel. Yeah, that's you know what I'm right. talking about. That's that's about. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, Disney announced that they would be temporarily combining Disney Plus and Hulu into one app, possibly with ESPN as well by the end of the year. Oh, and they're raising the price of the ad-free subscription. Disney's making lots of changes over there. They are. Changes to the park, changes to these kinds of things. I think they're... They, they, the report came out was that they've lost a ton of subscribers now that they've tried to raise the price on this thing. Right. I don't understand that. Why wouldn't you keep as many people as you had? Quantity versus quality. Because I think sometimes corporations don't really understand that the average Joe doesn't have a limited, an unlimited supply of cash to spend. I don't think they get that. Yeah, but, but like you would think, like let's keep it low. We get everybody to watch, and then we still make a crap ton of money. Yeah, well, they say you know, if we continue to add all these wonderful services, which cost us money, let's pass that on to the customer. I guess so. Who doesn't have that kind of money? And Kim Kardashian was slammed by Piers Morgan, calling her a hypocrite. Really? Yeah. I bet she had something to say. Oh my God! The last time I got slammed this hard was when Ray J gave me the Tijuana tooth pull and that sex tape you can purchase on YouPorn for thirty nine ninety five. Does that involve the doorknob? And a string tied to something. <laughs> and it's how hard you slam yeah, of it course. to get it out. And uh, Caitlin? Well, I never got that down in uh, Dirty with Your Mother Chris Kim, but I once gave her a pair of testa goggles. <laughs> a little rusty onion. <laughs> what are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is I put the sugar plum zipper nut on the cotton fiddler. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, 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 yeah there you go. Spend some time working that one out. What, the sugar plum zipper nut? Yes. You ever, you ever hear the, the uh, squirrel nut zipper, <laughs> the sugar plum zipper nuts? Something like that. And that's your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Self-care. We have to go. All you have to do is water. Or maybe I'll come over and water. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Your grilling headquarters. Weber, Big Green Egg, Uni Pizza Ovens, and Traeger Wood-Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, the other day, I reported to you that Basketball Hall of Famer and current head coach of West Virginia, Bob Huggins, found himself in somewhat of a pickle. The reason? For opening his mouth during a radio interview and allowing nothing but explosive offensive language to blast right out of it. Now, being a professional radio broadcaster bound to certain community standards, I must tell you that if the same words oozed out of my mouth, I'd be asked to turn over my keys. However, that has not been the case for Bob Huggins. On Monday, Huggins appeared on a radio show in Cincinnati, Ohio. During that interview, he was asked about whether he ever tried to lure players away from the basketball program at Xavier to play for him in West Virginia. His response was to refer to an incident last season in which Xavier students threw rubber penises onto the court during a game against his former team, Cincinnati. He then decided to swan dive into a steaming pile of controversy by describing the scene using a homophobic slur. Not once, but twice. Because to see just one offensive slur wasn't efficient enough. He's needed two of them to make his point. Yesterday, in spite of a public apology, the University of West Virginia announced that they would be reducing 
his $4.2 million a year salary by a full million dollars, forcing him to live with the shame and humiliation of trying to live in West Virginia, only making $3.2 million a year. Huggins will also be required to attend a training session at the university's LGBTQ center. He'll also be forced to attend sessions at the school's mental health facility so that he might better understand how the world actually works. Folks, I may say a few things uh, that are dumb from time to time, but that's what they pay me for. But whenever you launch into that level of basic ignorance and insensitivity, you run the risk of being smacked right in the face with some brutal consequences. And while a 25% reduction in pay certainly smarts, he's lucky it wasn't a 100% reduction, because I'm pretty sure he offended more than 25% of the people who are enrolled there. But hey, and if I'm I yapping, sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Buy a grill at Rocky's. It's assembled and delivered free. Any grill over 400 bucks. Plus, your first round of fuel is free too. Pellets, propane, charcoal, whatever. Rocky's is your grilling destination. The Big Green Egg, Weber, Traeger Woodfire Grills, the Uni Pizza Oven, and introducing the Blackstone Outdoor Griddles. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 615 and Kansas with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Going to be nice today, sunny and a high of 80. Tomorrow, sunny and a high of 84. It's 43 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm just uh, looking at the <laughs> forecast for Saturday because, you know, Saturday's the pancake breakfast, yeah. which is really kind of like, you know, in my opinion, it's kind of like it kicks off. It kicks off the whole summer season for Springfield. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it's like everyone's down there. It's like, uh, you know, 15,000, 100,000 people down there having pancakes. 81 and partly cloudy. Couldn't ask for a better day. No. To start things off. I think it's going to be cool. You know what else is coming up? And uh, we are just we just got asked, uh, you know, who wants to do which one. Mm-hmm. But f- the Free Music Friday concert series is uh, picking up on Friday the 26th of May. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we were asked, I don't know if you signed up for any. Uh, I, I signed up for a couple late in the season. I and- got the first two. You got brain damage and changes in latitudes. Yeah, brain damage. I'm looking forward to. But then you're done for the rest of the season? Well, I don't know. Uh, I think it was like uh, you let me know what else I can fill in for. Yeah, because I picked I, I, I pick two. Um, and I'm trying to think what it is. Oh, it's uh, uh, August 11th, which is Johnny Six Gun. Ah, Johnny Six Gun. That one. And then I'm also uh, LFO on September 8th. It's a uh, number one smash hit Summer Girls, it says there on the uh, the MGM thing. Oh, really? But so every Friday, they're going to have you know live music out on the plaza. And uh, we did this last summer. The crowds were great. Yeah. You know, all the shows are really good. You know, you get your, your typical band. You know, tr- Believe it or not, Trailer Trash is going to come out of Mothballs to, uh, what? to be. I never heard them perform in the area. They yeah. haven't performed in years. Oh, I've yeah. I've never known that they were popular, yeah. that they'd be back again. Trailer Trash on uh, June 16th. Brass Attack the week before that. You know, back in black, Aquanet. You know, all the ones yeah. that, that that typically are are there. Your, your Western Mass staples, if you will. Yeah, but you know, all those all those bands bring out a big fat crowd. Mm-hmm. You know, White Lion will be down there, food trucks, what all, you know, you know what have you. And then when you see people out there and actually enjoying themselves in downtown Springfield, I yeah. think it's really encouraging. Yeah. I think that's cool. It's cool, and uh, those bands the, they bring their own following. Like that, that back in black, that place was packed. The night we did it back in um, in, in August or uh, in February, yeah, um, 
Which was a very cool room to see a show, I It's thought. a really cool room to see a show, but also out on the plaza is pretty cool, too. You're outdoors, you're having your uh, adult libations, mm-hmm. and uh, you're enjoying yourself. There Plus, you, go. you can go inside and lose 20 bucks if you wanted to. <laughs> Concerts are free. Or more than that, actually. It depends on how big of a spender you are. Well, you know, for all the people who, who say, well, you know, nothing ever happens or goes on, you know, downtown yeah. or in Springfield, it's total, uh, it's garbage now. That's like uh, the dumbest thing that could come out of your mouth. Between that, the Mass Mutual Center has got great shows coming up this summer. Uh, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler on June 8th. Yeah. You see that? I did. Bruno Mars for a couple of shows. Santana. Bill yeah. Burr is coming in August. About the Bill uh, the Bruno Mars thing. I figured, all right, yeah, these tickets can't be that expensive. Uh, let me, uh, let me uh, try to get some. $345 a piece. Well, I mean, Steve, uh, it's Bruno Mars. I know, God. but I'm sorry. Did I, the Super Bowl halftime show one I would one rather year. go to the free concerts at MGM uh, and uh, spend $345 on a cocktail. All right. You know what? Here's the thing, though, Steve. What? Uh, so I'm looking at what sections are available. Yeah. Now, I happen to know for a fact that, uh, that upper row, uh, upper section number four, row Q... While you are at the very furthest place from the stage, mm-hmm. that's three hundred and thirty-nine dollars yeah. of non-obstructed right. view. Yeah. I mean, you get a real good view. Oh, you're three hundred and thirty-nine dollars. Right, uh, oh yeah, you're right in the middle. You are. Yeah, I see nothing wrong with that. Now I wonder what the the charging for, say Bill Burr, for example. Okay, ah, see, same section, only two hundred dollars. Now, uh, you know, I mean, that's I would be willing to go alone for 200 hours for Bill Burr. You know, you're going to walk out of there laughing your ass off alone. But most people don't go alone. They buy two tickets. So who's got 400 bucks to go spend on that? See, that's why this is why you need to go to the free. That's why the free music Friday suddenly sounds a whole lot more appealing. Oh, Brass Attack is coming back. I've hardly ever seen them in the last 25 years. I'm going to go and uh, sit with them. And listen, uh, you know, I'm not going to sit there and criticize them because they're selling the tickets. So, you know, there's nothing. I mean, that's what the price is, I guess. But you know that's I mean that's the price of tickets for almost anything now. Yeah, but it shouldn't be. It really shouldn't be. I mean, you know, obviously we, you and I, just bought tickets yesterday to that they might be giant show. They were thirty five dollars a piece. <laughs> I mean, and, and the fee yeah. it came to eighty dollars with the two tickets I bought. So that means ten dollars in fees, which is completely reasonable. I feel like okay, you know, we're we're set to go to that show. If for whatever reason we can't make it. Yeah, I don't feel so bad if it's only like an eighty dollar loss. No, and you you can give the tickets to somebody else, and yeah. somebody else can enjoy the show. Right, you're but not it, feeling like oh my god, I'm giving away. But if yeah. I if I, I had like a three hundred hour Bruno Mars tickets, yeah, and I got sick, like like too sick to be out of the house, yeah, I I would be panicking. Like you know, I, I'm I'm about to lose six hundred dollars here. I had a friend of mine years ago give me, him and his wife couldn't go, it was, uh, what the hell was it, Uh, Wicked down at uh, the Bushnell. Yeah. And uh, he asked me at the last minute, hey man, uh, we can't go, Uh, do you and your wife want to go to the show? And I'm like, yeah, how much are the tickets? He's like, yeah, don't worry about it, I'll just pick them up for me and uh, you can have them, no big deal, right? They were $300 a piece. 
Why didn't the guy ask you for money? That's what I said. I said I said I didn't I didn't realize until I got here because it was a QR code that he gave me to scan. This it wasn't like you know not actual hard the actual ticket where you can see the price on it. And then I was kind of like looking. I was looking online to see how much those tickets were, and they were that much. And I'm like, (laughs) I was was like, why didn't you charge me anything? I'll give you money for these because they were good seats. They were really good seats. And he's like, hey, you know, don't worry about it. And I'm like, don't worry about it. I'd be like, at least haggling you for half of the money. Three hundred dollars for musical for musical do, theater, do please. You, do you want these tickets? Yeah. How about I give you? I paid three hundred. I'll give you a half, uh, buck fifty. What do you say? See, but that's a re- yeah. but that's reasonable. So if you you're still at a loss, but you're not losing your shirt. Six hundred yeah. bucks is a lot of money. Yeah, it's a you know. People, some people have don't have a problem spending six hundred dollars on tickets for right. something. And, well, I mean, no one's going to go to all those shows. No, but there will be people that will that will go. I mean, they'll get crowds. But it's like, you know, that's kind of what it's come to, where you're either going to spend nothing or everything, and yeah. that's uh, there's not there's nowhere really in between. Although that the talk the show that we're going to. 35 bucks a piece. How do you say no to that? You can't say no to that. No. Taylor Swift wants $1,500. <laughs> and you know what? Your seats would probably be at the same venue we're going to be at to see they might be yeah. giants. It's unbelievable. That's how far away they are. But it's good to see stuff coming back to Springfield, and, and there will be plenty to do this summer that won't cost you an arm and a leg. So A, a hopping downtown. It's uh, 623 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's uh, 626. We're back to Nagel and Rock 102. Going to be uh, sunny and nice today with a high of, uh, what did I say, 80-something? Uh, like 80. Uh, 80. And then uh, tomorrow, 84 for a high. It's 44 right now in downtown Springfield. At uh, 8 o'clock this morning, we will announce the next keyword to cash, your chance to win $1,000. You'll hear that uh, keyword at 8 o'clock, 11, 2, and 5. When you hear it, enter the word at rock102.com before midnight for your chance to win $1,000. Play every weekday for your chance to uh, actually, you increase your chances of winning. It's your chance to put a thousand bucks in your pocket with the keyword to cash. Brought to you by TextMeForTires.com, Kim Keo of the Nielsen team, Livian Keller Williams, and Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. You ready to laugh? I am. All right. It's Bax and Nagel's joke of the day. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I am usually. On Rock 102. I make you laugh. Springfield's <laughs> Classic Rock. All right, uh, this guy. A man got fired from his packaging job at a produce factory. Okay. He comes home and his wife asks how it happened. He's like, "Uh, I was feeling hot, uh, so I I did something with my member and put it into the pickle slicer. She's like, oh, my God, is your member okay? He goes, yeah, it's fine. Uh, They fired me for some workplace ethics rule. And she said, what about the pickle slicer? He goes, they fired her, too. Ah, you get it? Because it was an actual person. It wasn't the The actual slicer, the machine. Oh, man. Ah. Bax and Nagel in the morning on Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. Here's your... 631 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Go to Gary Rome Hyundai today and get 0% financing on select models. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, uh, Bax. Uh, traffic alert. A portion of Amherst Road, or Route 9, in Belchertown remains shut down this morning. Several hours after a crash, Belchertown police say 
The accident late last night has left electrical wires in the roadway between uh, Lower Federal Street and Gulf Road. National Grid has been notified of the uh, to repair the issue, and they're working on that. Uh, police said that those driving in the area should seek an alternative route. So don't get caught on the, uh, you know. I'm the, already thinking of other ways to go. Are you sure? Oh, yeah. All right. Chickabee and uh, state police are investigating an unattended death after a law enforcement heard a gunshot inside of an apartment on Pendleton Avenue Wednesday afternoon. Hamden DA spokesperson Jim Lydon said that an interaction occurred Wednesday between a resident of the apartment and the sheriff's department. The resident ran back into his apartment and law enforcement heard a gunshot. Members of the state police and Chickabee Police Department are investigating an unintended death as a result of the incident. Lydon said the incident has been contained and there is no threat to the public. Following that incident, the 22 News crew could see the police cars outside of the area in the compl- uh, in that complex. Did State they uh, bother asking anybody what was going on? You know, I don't I mean I uh, I kind of know what was going on just from following the uh, thing on social media, but I don't know if I I don't want to say that cuz I don't know if it's right. true or but not. But no uh, no like reporters got into that information. No, and matter of fact, if you kind of just stood around and asked some questions, uh, you might find out what was really going on there. Hmm. Wouldn't that be the very definition of reporting? Yeah, and 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 here, you know, you got to remember, we're in a position where I c- I can hear a lot of things, but I can't say them if we don't know them to be like reported as fact. Yeah, see, that's the problem. You know, a lot of you people have ideas about uh, what just happened, but uh, unless you got some sort of uh, corroboration somewhere, it's hard for us to just go out there and lay it all out. Yeah. So it's uh, kind of good when, let's say, like a local reporter you know goes out and asks important questions to clarify and to uh, to decipher no 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 the no, kinds we, of things that did happen we don't need any of that we just need uh, we just need somebody to tell us what they saw uh, no, there's I, a police I, car and they're all up and down the road i kind of feel like i want more a uh, corpse flower at the mount holyoke college botanic garden has finally opened up while it is a beautiful sight it also comes with a very unique smell the Amorophallus titanium, also known as the corpse flower, has grown over two feet in just the last few days and was found Wednesday morning blooming in the garden. The flower only blooms for a few days, boasting a powerful stink, which is where it gets its name from. The stench is compared to the smell of rotting flesh. Mm-hmm. Yes, please, let me get one of these as a house plant. You know, uh, not for nothing, and I and I don't mean this to sound offensive in any way, mm-hmm. <clears throat> This is an enormous flower in which I believe the stamen of the flower. Stamen. <laughs> stamen, stamen. Yeah. Looks like something you would find in an adult bookstore. Like some sort of rubber thing that, you know, sometimes you may see uh, on the shelf somewhere. Uh, a uh, adult shop tulips is what you were looking for. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, are, are you are you seeing what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I see what you're you talking see, it's about. Tim, it's yeah. almost undeniable. Yeah. Looks like one of those things you hang on a Christmas tree uh, in place of the light. You remember the thing? It's in place of the light, and it's got the little yes. the bubbler thing at the end of it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's yes. kind of what it looks like. You're going more of the darker route. Well, I was going more of the relatable route. <laughs> I think, I think sometimes yeah. the things you may find uh, in certain retail outlets uh, make sense. Yeah, uh, the botanical garden at Mount Holyoke has named the flower Pangi 
on uh, April 28th, the flower was 41 inches tall. By last week, it had grown to 60 inches. And on Tuesday, it reached 66 inches. Oh, you're just saying that. You're just wow. adding an extra six inches to make yourself look better. Now, is it does it stop stinking? Is there a point where it just stops smelling like that? Uh, I believe once it it's done blooming, from what I was reading, that it that it dies and goes away. Well, you know, the thing falls off. It only blooms for a very short period of time. Right. And then it goes away. Yeah. I don't know if I'd want to be smelling that in my greenhouse. It disperses its scent by heating up to 98 degrees Fahrenheit, the same temperature of the human body, and that's why it stinks so damn bad. Damn. Yeah. Some describe it as funky cheese or garlic that is rotted. Others smell rotten meat or dead animals. It excretes over 30 chemicals to produce its unique scent. Really? Yes. I think I don't want one of those. No, I don't want one of those either. No, not at all. Hey, uh, last night, uh, uh, 22 News was hearing from concerned parents following a teacher's report that a student said they had a gun at school in Westfield. Dozens of parents turned up Wednesday night for answers in response to the incident. The superintendent uh, and his team offering an outline of the safety protocols for members of the community, but parents in attendance Uh, said they want more transparency from the school system. One parent said most of the parents here in the class uh, specifically are frustrated because it feels like the school is just trying to cover things up right now and won't give us an honest answer as to what happened or what will happen going forward if something does uh, happen, like, you know, like a major incident. Mm -hmm. The Westfield uh, school superintendent says that privacy rules may partially be why teachers and parents are not aware of the school's full response to the incident. I can't really comment on this because... Unfortunately, the news didn't ask any or report any details of what the meeting said. Just said that the meeting happened. What did they present? So now I'm either going to have to go back and watch or read the minutes of the meeting. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I can't really tell you what happened because I don't know. See, this would kind of go back to what I was talking about before. It would be nice to have somebody ask a question as to what happened. Yeah. Or at least explain what happened. Rather well, than the fact that something happened. I don't, I don't understand why a procedure can't be said what the procedure is. But again, I don't know what happened at this meeting because the news doesn't report on what happens at the meeting. Well, but there are a lot of people want to know about what happened in this specific incident. And, and it, it's possible well, that the school does not want to disclose that because of privacy. And I kind of understand that. That I can see. But it goes back to what we were talking about the other day is like, some people just want to know, okay, when situations like this happen, what do you do? What does the school, what is their obligation to do? What policy dictates their actions? And they haven't been up uh, upfront about it. Well, the 22 News crew will cover it. Oh, my God. We saw people going into a building. Then they were yelling at each other in the meeting. I was crazy. <laughs> Stefan Soprowski picked up a chair and threw it across the room. <sighs> A movement is underway in East Hampton to find two new school committee members. This followed the resignations of Lori Garcia and Shannon Dunham, sparked by a recent controversy in the city. On Wednesday night, the city council and school committee met to lay the groundwork and set up rules, which will be utilized during all three meetings to fill these vacancies. After a 13 to nothing vote, candidates will receive five minutes to make a statement for their interview. Their thoughts on participating in the interim superintendent search will be asked during this time. Oh, it's like speed dating. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got five minutes. What's your best stuff? 
Well, I really like to. And sorry. I'm sorry. Your time is up. All right, listen, lady, I uh, uh, wanted to, to just promote pro- pro- to you. Put the buzzer on. I'm, I'm sorry. Your time is up. And you used the word lady. You shouldn't have said that. that sh- I should have buzzed sooner. Many were also in favor of having uh, question one per member of the joint convention asked to each candidate. 22 News spoke with the uh, city council president, Homar Gomez, about what's next in the process for these potential candidates. And Gomez uh, said they should have a good speech on why they are the best person to sit on the committee. Well, well, that's a good start. As soon as the uh, city clerks verifies that the person qualifies to be one of the candidates, we are going to be putting it in on the ballot for the third meeting. I should apply for that job. You're no less qualified than anybody else doing it over there. I'm just saying. uh, I could be an interim superintendent. Sure, any one of us could. Free ice cream for everybody, every day. I bet you I'd win the seat. That sounds like you're running for student council. Yeah. (laughs) And no homework. Uh, A second meeting is set to take place on May 18th at 7.15 when the uh, city council and current committee members listen to potential candidates. The third meeting will be held on May 31st at 6 p.m. for a final vote that we've done through the uh, sequential ranked choice voting. I wonder if the mayor will turn off her camera during the Zoom meeting when they're asking questions just like she did when the public opinion portion came up. I don't know. She's gotten so good at it. Well, uh, you know, you don't want anybody seeing what you're doing. But, you know, maybe you're doing your makeup or maybe uh, other lady things that you might be doing. Maybe just you... making yourself a, like a lunch. Or a cup of tea. Uh, yeah, perhaps, right, right. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. something to refresh yourself, uh, refresh your throat. Good cool. time to floss your teeth, too. You could do that while, you're, while the camera's off. Flossing? Yeah. Flossing might not be the best idea to do. I don't know. Even, even when your camera is off on Zoom. Uh, let's see uh, this is pretty crazy did you hear about the woman in Atlanta who jogged past an active shooter scenario but didn't realize because her headphones were in she posted a video of herself running last Thursday and giving a thumbs up while sirens wailed in the background Mm. that same day she was there that was the same day there uh, was a deadly shooting at the medical facility in Atlanta one person was killed and four more were injured Her caption said that her AirPods were on on noise cancellation mode, so she didn't realize what was going on until after the fact. She thinks uh, she ran right past it. She saw lots of cops and crime scene tape. Oh, she could work for the 22 News crew. (laughs) But she didn't realize what it was for. Then she saw more cops, finally stopped to check her phone, and found out what was happening. The gunman was 24-year-old Dion Patterson. His mom says he has a history of mental health issues. He's now facing murder charges. Can you imagine... uh, obliviously walking into something like that? Oh, yeah, totally. I can totally see myself doing it even without noise-canceling headphones. There was a video yesterday of Prince William and... Uh, what's her name? Kate? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, William and Kate. They must have been standing outside. I don't even know where it was, but they were standing outside of some storefront, and obviously there was barricades to keep people back from you know going up to them. Right. And all of a sudden, this old man walks by with like his... Like, he just got his pharmacy order from the CVS that they're standing in front of, and he has no idea, and all the people behind him are, like, laughing because it's like, where'd this guy come from? He, here you got this giant security detail, and this guy just starts walking through. And to the security guy's credit, he just kind of, like, escorted the man away from them. Sure. You know, politely, but right. still, it was, uh, it was pretty interesting to see that. See, I can see myself being totally oblivious in that kind of situation. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know where I'm going. Or I'm just I'm just so focused on where I'm going and what I need to do that I'm not really focused on what everybody else is doing. Yeah. 
your uh, situational awareness. You don't have yeah, good situational um, awareness. I got intermittent situational situational awareness. Yeah, I, I can I can I can sum up a room like how the mood is in a room. But if I'm if I got like a yeah, if I got a full head of steam, I'm just going forward. I don't care what's going on around me. Yeah, 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 because you're worried about your own self. That's right. I don't yeah. need to worry about other people. That's right. I'm the only one that exists on this street. <laughs> your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be sunny with a high of 80. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 84. It's 45 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 652 and Elton John on Rock 102. Going to be uh, sunny and nice today with a high of 80. Tomorrow, 84 for a high. It's 45 right now in downtown Springfield. Yo, if you ever miss a uh, Bax and Nagel show, check out the daily podcast. It's available every sh- every day after the show is over. Also, check out Baxi's musical podcast. Uh, my guest this week has been Josie Cotton, uh, who's uh, hit Johnny Are You Queer in 1981, caused uh, a, a bit of a... Of a Bit of a controversy. It's actually a really cool story. You should check that out. And then on Monday, I uh, got a really cool interview that I'm uh, looking forward to. The David Bowie World Fan Convention is coming to New York on June 16th through the 18th at uh, at the Racket uh, NYC. I'm going to be talking to George Murray, the bass player for David Bowie. This is a guy played for on five different records, including Station to Station, the entire Berlin trilogy, and Scary Monsters. It's a fascinating interview, and that's going to be up on Monday on rock102.com. I've actually got a couple of David Bowie-related interviews on the next couple of weeks, so make sure you're listening for that. Again, rock102.com, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and uh, there you go. Remember uh, 1-900 numbers? I do. Well, this kind of sounds like the 2023 version of a sex chat line. Uh, Karen Marjorie is a 23-year-old influencer with over 1.8 million followers on Snapchat, and she just started charging... A dollar per minute, not to talk to her, but to talk to an AI version of herself. It's called Chatbot Karen AI, and she's billing it as a virtual girlfriend. She says over 2,000 hours of coding went into making it sound just like her, and it even has her personality. She claims it feels like talking to the actual person. Uh, her website for it claims that she, she's the first influencer to do this, but she probably won't be the last because she's already making very good money. She launched a beta version this month and has already had more than 1,000 paying customers. She says in the first week, she made over $70,000, and she thinks it could eventually bring in $5 million per month. Can I just ask a really dumb question? Yeah. Not the fact that she did it, because good for her for doing it. But who the hell's spending money on this? Listen, there's a lot of people out there that are lonely and they don't know how to interact. They don't know how to, they don't have social skills because they've probably been sitting on a computer their entire lives. So this is the perfect kind of person that this is for. You don't want to interact with another human. You kind of do, but you don't. So you, you know, it's basically for people uh, who know that they're never going to go out and date anybody. Don't you find that to be horribly sad and distressing? Yeah. I, I do. I do. I do. Um, but you know what? That's the way of the world. I mean, listen, uh, I can understand uh, uh, being lonely and uh, having nobody to talk to, but I'll be damned if I'm going to pay someone a dollar per minute to get my attention. Well, and sh- and it's not even like sexual. It's just you're, yes. you're saying girlfriend stuff. Oh, yeah, I guess we will go up and hang out with your family this week. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm getting at, yeah. yeah. God, I... For a dollar a minute. 
gee, I really want to hear about all your problems that you talk about. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, is, is it a two-sided thing? Like, is she complaining about, like, normal things? You know, there are conversations with, with regular real-life people I wish I was getting paid for. That, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like an expense for me, yeah. for my time. I, uh, I'm envious of people like this that, that, that come up with these ideas and then all of a sudden they're like millionaires overnight because it, it come up with the simplest, simplest thing to do. 2,000 hours of coding, though. I mean, I wonder what they had to do to, to do well, that. Well, I'm sure that you really, I, I mean, AI systems, you probably only need to, you know, have a little bit of your voice. Maybe you read a speech, and then the AI thing kind of generates all that stuff. Unbelievable. It is unbelievable. It's, uh, I just, wish I was making 70 grand a week. Jeez. You're barely, you're barely scraping enough to make uh, that in two or f- two to five years. Actually, management gave me a hundred grand bar yesterday. I said, "Yeah, <laughs> it's about all you're getting there, kid." It's six fifty-seven with Max and Nagel and Rock one hundred two. Please. And now Max's view from the couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your grilling headquarters, Weber, Big Green Egg, Uni Pizza Ovens, and Traeger Wood Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you, folks? Tonight is a big night. No, not just because it's Game Six of the Eastern Conference Semifinals with Philadelphia hosting the Celtics. Even though that's pretty damn exciting too. Instead, it'll be something completely different. Tonight, the NFL will unveil its entire 2023 season uh, schedule. That's right. Tonight's the big night. Tonight, you'll find out who's playing whom and when and at what time and on what channel. Now, you might say, you're really making a big deal out of this? To which I would say, you're damn right I am. Because you see, this year, the NFL schedule is going to be a rat's nest of confusion and total bewilderment. Sure, you'll have your games on Sunday, but you'll also have your games on Sunday night and Monday. Then you'll have your games on Thursday, too. Not only that, the NFL will hold its first ever Friday night game. In this case, it'll be between, allegedly, the New York Jets and the Miami Dolphins on November 24th, Black Friday. You'll also have six teams playing internationally, including the Patriots, and 14 playoff rematches. And all these games will be available on CBS, Fox, NBC, ESPN, Amazon Amazon Prime, and oh yeah, you'll also have the NFL Sunday ticket on YouTube in between all those Tide Pod Challenge videos and that guy going Gangnam Style. So if you can decipher all of that, then this is going to be a very exciting season of nonstop, overexposed football excitement indeed. You're going to have football everywhere, even in places that you're going to have to pay for. Now I realize due to the high cost of basic cable, you've already been paying for it for years. This year, however, I may have to pay just a little bit more. I might also have to adjust my Sunday morning sleeping habits just to watch those international games. All I know is that the NFL has figured out a way to use their manipulative powers to suck me right into their unavoidable magnetic vortex and fully occupy my entire attention span for a full 17 weeks, not including postseason play. And I will do it willfully as I cannot look away which includes the two-hour schedule special on tonight on ESPN2, which, of course, I'll be watching because I've literally got nothing better to do with my life. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You know, they call her the grill girl. Morgan at the Ludlow Rockies loves talking about grills. She's a trained grill expert. 
and there's an expert at every Rockies Ace Hardware. Rockies is your grilling destination with free delivery assembly plus free fuel with every grill over 400 bucks. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 7-Eleven and Motley Crue with Bax and Nagle and Rock 102. It's going to be sunny today with a high of 80. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 84. It's 45 right now in downtown Springfield. A couple of different things I want to talk about. Uh, last night, was there was a safety meeting uh, out in Westfield with the superintendent, the safety director, the principal, all that stuff. They're all out there. About uh, what was going on over at uh, at Munger Hill Elementary School and uh, they had their parent this is this is from somebody who went to the meeting. They had their parent meeting information meeting last night. Uh People are now a little optimistic. Uh, I think some eyes were opened up and people in authority realized just how mad and disappointed the parents were with the entire situation. Superintendent Soprowski was there, uh, Safety Officer Chris Rogers, Principal Kleins, and Vice Principal Manfredi. The meeting started with a presentation. At first, the parents were talked at and many voiced that the PowerPoint was not going to cut it. Must have had a PowerPoint. You would put a PowerPoint. <laughs> you put a whole PowerPoint together. In the end, uh, details were discussed about the two gun threats in a lightly concealed way to make a nod toward confidentiality, which is kind of what they were just asking for, right? Uh, what the procedure was. The superintendent tried to stay away from the details about the threats, but the parents weren't having any part of that. In the end, Superintendent Soprowski apologized and said his team can learn from what happened at, uh, at Munger Hill. Uh, Principal Kleins got a little emotional and said she promised to do better. Mayor McCabe addressed the group in a no-nonsense way and openly acknowledged the fears and concerns. Several staff made comments as well as parents. So hopefully it's a step towards a, a little change over there. So All I'm right, glad good. To, yeah, you know, because y- you don't want to let that linger for too long. You know what I mean? Uh, you might have realized, okay, we didn't do what we were supposed to do. But I, don't, I think most people are okay with saying, we effed up. We didn't do what we were supposed to do. I think that's more forgiving than trying to pretend to that nothing ever happened. Well, yeah, but and, but people also would have said, hey, listen, we're still trying to figure out, you know, what happened. And, uh, you know, we need a little bit more time. You can stall for time, you know, for a while. Yes, but to deny that the thing even happened to begin with is not, I don't think that's a good idea because you got too many people involved that know that it did happen. Right. So for to say that it didn't happen, uh, that's probably not your best line of defense. I would love to be the PR person over at uh, Westfield Public. Yeah, you'd be perfect at that. That's my, uh, my, my uh, that's also another uh, class, a satellite class we're offering at the Steve Nagel College of Knowledge. <laughs> You not, know what? How to I, not piss off your community? I, I yeah. think if you ever uh, put together a bucket list, yeah. you know, being a town's PR uh, person, you would yeah. be perfect at it. Yeah, I think I would. Yeah, I'd start at East Hampton first yeah. and work your way down to Westfield. I'm Steve Nagel, local agitator. <laughs> <laughs> I like to get right fit, under your craw, dude. You fit the bill. Yeah, you really do. Well, at least things are progressing over in Westfield, so we'll see how that goes. Over in Ludlow, though, a senior tradition at Ludlow High School has been canceled this year after a senior prank gone wrong. Uh, Ludlow High School senior Jalen Camacho said, I was with a group of friends and we were just like, damn. On Thursday night, 70 high school Ludlow High School students planned to carry out their annual senior prank. Camacho told uh, Western Mass News that he was one of the seniors who participated, and when he arrived, 
We get there at like 9 and we see the whole place trashed. Paper towels, toilet paper, confetti, all of that kind of stuff. Okay. An email was sent down by the Ludlow High School principal, uh, Nemeth. Joe Nemeth? He was so great back at Sewer Bowl 3. Which was obtained by Western Mass News uh, that read in part, uh, 70 students of the senior class in one way or another defaced every hallway, 17 out of 17, 8 out of 8 stairwells and 3 classrooms within the building that night. Approximately 500 crickets were released into the teachers' lounge, <laughs> wall-mounted teachers' name planes were broken, and teachers' classroom door handles were secured with condoms. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not funny, kids. Uh, students came and went from the building from 8.14 p.m. until 9.52 p.m., when their trick foolery was finally stopped by an adult, it took two and a half hours from 10 p.m. to 12.30 a.m. to clean the building so that it could be open for teaching and learning on Friday morning. The administration also informed seniors that they would not be able to participate in the annual senior farewell, oh, where they walk through the building one final time as a class before walking at graduation. Camacho says he doesn't think the punishment fits the crime. <laughs> he goes, I heard stories about the past seniors putting crickets around the school. Same thing happened this year. I didn't think they were going to be that mad. <laughs> However, he's prepared to deal with the consequences. <laughs> he goes, I hope there's still a way we can get the farewell back, but if not, I guess we got to live with it. Yeah, we boy. did the actions now. We got to face the consequences. Oh, nuts. I won't, I, be, think... I, won't, I, won't, I won't be able to walk down the halls. Yeah. Is that even a punishment? That's not even a punishment. Oh, wow, you don't have to parade yourself through the school. I would think going yeah. on the walk down the halls would be the punishment. They uh, they reached out to the Ludlow superintendent's office, who declined their request for comment. Oh, isn't that that, uh, isn't that, uh, who's the superintendent, isn't that that Faginsky Stark? I, I don't know, is it? I don't, who's the superintendent, uh, I might not, I'd be wrong about it. I think she might work in Ludlow. Yeah. yeah, either way, that's a good prank. It's a good, you know what? I mean, I don't really believe somebody else has to clean that up. That's not really a good prank. You know what I mean? Like if you say you spent two and a half hours cleaning the building, those kids didn't spend two and a half hours cleaning the building. Probably the guy who's yeah. a maintenance guy who probably had to sit there and was, you know, bitching about these damn kids. Yeah, to be to be honest, though, I mean, uh, okay, like the, the 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 trashing of the hallways and you know you know, you know debris all over the place, Debris, Debris. whatever. Even the crickets in the room a little bit much. I find myself kind of giggling over the condoms and the doorknobs. I think that's kind of fun. Yeah. I mean, that's a, it's it's a it's a cost. Everyone's got to contribute. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't even know what the maximum size box of condoms is anymore, but I got to believe it's a few bucks. Yeah, it's they they can get a little pricey. Oh, I bet they can. But uh, but for the sake of laughter, is is the is there anything, is there any such thing as too expensive? No, there really isn't. Not for, uh, not for the right laugh. I, I I don't remember. See, I I was like a transplant from another high school right. when, here. I I spent my I went to upstate New York until junior year, and then I moved. <clears throat> you know, four hours away right. to a new school here in Wilbraham at Minichog. I never really got involved with that crowd who did the prank. I think one of the uh, things was uh, some of the girls uh, decorated the sign outside of Minichog that mm -hmm. said uh, something about uh, f best wishes from the senior bitches or something like that. Yeah. And they put bras all over the sign and everything like that. I don't think we ever really had one. I mean, we had a couple of things happen, but I don't think it was like, uh, you know, it was all about the seniors. Yeah. Like there was like, uh, there was one day where 
There was a guy in town that used to have like these concrete figurines in his front yard. Like one of these weird guys that just loves statues and stuff. Well, he had this uh, this Yoda made of stoner. And, mm-hmm. and and it was it was Yoda from like uh, from the Star Wars movies. And I don't know who did it, but uh, someone stole the Yoda and then put it right over the front entrance of the high school. Oh, which took a go. lot of which took a lot yeah, of work. That I mean, is that, a lot of work. That took a lot of work. And the guy who uh, whose Yoda was stolen was not happy that someone had ripped the uh, the Yoda off his front yard. And then there was another thing that happened, too, which I thought, you know, at the time, you know, when you're 16, 17 years old, you think it's like the funniest damn thing you saw you've ever seen. But I think in hindsight now, it's like a lot more disturbing. But one day there were hundreds and I mean hundreds of Polaroid snapshots of some dude's junk (laughs) plastered all over the school now i think it was a number of dudes uh with different junk in yeah, different different stages sizes and, stages, sizes and states forms of excitement yeah. well these things were plastered all over the place and like hidden in places where teachers would would find them only by accident like you know like on the on the movie screen that that uh, <laughs> that pulled down you know all right you know that, what that was at the time at the time we it was, thought it was hilarious yeah now it would be considered <clears throat> assault yeah, yeah, now it would be yeah. considered to be against the law because yeah. I mean, there's no way to tell, you know, whose bits and pieces these were. But someone had aggressively posted these Polaroid snapshots all over school. See, I, I'm wondering if this if this school already had their prom or not. You cancel the prom. That's how you really get back in these. Yeah, kids. that's how you do it. You don't just oh, you. Know, I'm sorry, you're not going to be able to parade through the school. Uh, oh, I already darn. did. I put condoms <laughs> on all the doorknobs. Who I, do you think dragged yeah, the crickets yeah, in? Yeah, we already did our walk, our march through the school. <laughs> and we left evidence to prove it. It's 721 with Bax and Nagle on Rock 102. Get fresh, you're playing golf today. No, I'm not. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 728 and the Rolling Stones with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Going to be sunny and nice today with a high of 80. Matter of fact, it's going to be in the 80s all the way up until Sunday. Uh, and then the temperature drops back to 69. A uh, woman just uh, messaged me. Uh, lady. A li- I'd rather not say mm-hmm. lady. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I suppose woman wouldn't be any better than lady, would it? No, not really. A listener uh, just uh, messaged me and said, uh, I graduated from Ludlow as well. All we did was put a for sale sign in the front lawn. It was a simpler time. And then she said, the class before me made a beautiful snow sculpture of a giant penis. It was beautiful. Ah, see? See, that's more like it. That's a a good old classic fashion prank. That's a good prank. When, when When you're messing things up, when you're making a mess for somebody else to clean up. Right. I don't find that to be very funny because somebody else has got to suffer through that and they weren't even part of the people you were targeting to be made fun of. And you know what? Your custodial staff is already working hard as it is. They are. You know, I wouldn't want that job either. I did always want to be the guy that buffed the floors. That always looked kind of like fun. That uh, little uh, uh, floor buffer. Yeah, yeah, that was. Yeah, kind that of looked kind of cool. Well, they they get the rideable one. Is it the rideable one you were talking no, about? No, the, the 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 one that we had in my school is like uh, it, it looked like um like a lawnmower, but it had yeah. like a big round disc on it, and like yeah. it, it just buffed the floor. So when dudes were making like a you know. Uh, skid marks yeah. on the on the on the floor with the, like their black sole yeah, shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, these that would that would pick it up. 
Yeah, we 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 had one in my school that was like a it was like a mini Zamboni. Really? It looked like like a like one of those zero turn mowers, you oh, know, like yeah. thing, but it had the buffer thing on it. Yeah. And, uh, yep. And then uh, they would uh, ride around the school on that. I always wanted to do that. Yeah, but you know, but, but for every every time you use that, there's probably like three uh, you know barf dust details you got to do too. I don't know. I kind of like the idea of barf dust. Yeah, but I don't want to be the guy that has to go in there with the bucket and you got to spray the, you know, the, the sawdust all over the puke and then you got to pick that up later. I don't want to be that guy. No, that's not me. I'll I'll you know, empty a trash bucket. I'll uh, buff a floor. Uh, that's 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 where I draw the line. You can skin a buck and you can run a truck line too. And everything and in, in between. between. We got news next. Rockwinners.com. <laughs> 734 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news, and it is brought to you by Health New England. Uh, they're with you every step of the way. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Oh, it's that time of year, Bax. The Massachusetts Department of Public Health is informing residents that Chang Farm in Whiteley has recalled mung bean sprouts because of possible listeria contamination. It's a listeria hysteria? A hysteria listeria. Uh, every year we come out. Every time springtime comes around, somebody's got some listeria going on. Mm-hmm. Isn't that the stuff you uh, you wash your mouth with? Uh, listeria? No, that's listerment. listerine or listerine. Yeah, yeah, right. No, no, no. That's uh that's the song by the. Uh, oh man, <laughs> I can't remember that. Flaming Lips. No, 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 no. That's uh, that's Vaseline. I thought it was tangerine. Is it really? Yeah. I don't know. It's one of the two. I don't know. That's the stuff you put into pools to make it clean. No, that's chlorine. I don't, I don't, I don't, know, I don't know what to do with that. Anyway, there's a uh, there's mung uh, there's mung bean. Do you ever get listeria on your mung bean sprouts? I try not to drag my mung bean out in public if the I can help it. Farm has voluntarily uh, recalled all ten pound bags as well as twelve ounce retail bags with a sell by date of May seventh of twenty twenty three. Well, well, it's already past that date anyway. Why would you be buying these? Well, yeah, but you know, you sometimes don't uh, you, you don't use them right away. I mean, you know, sometimes mung beans can really uh, last a while. Your mung is tainted. I try to keep my bean away uh, um, away from among some of the other things that are in the house. You can't uh, you can't uh, keep your beans away from your mung sometime. <laughs> According to the DPH, any mung bean sprouts sold beyond May seventh are also suspected of contamination, and it is advised that no one consumes the project product from Chain Farm until further notice. Chang Farm is working with the state to uh, stop the distribution of such products. The products were distributed to retail stores throughout Massachusetts, Connecticut, New York, and New Jersey. Now, where's the best place to store a mung bean? Uh, on your tongue. Really? You put your mung on your tongue. Like a? Is there like a like a specific place that you could put it? Uh, like in a, I don't know, in a in a box or a a hole, perhaps? Uh, yes, the mung hole. <laughs> Yes. Can, that, can it be stored there? Is it safe? Uh, I guess it could be. Is there a chance it might go bad in that uh, in that receptacle? Yeah, it uh, it, def- it definitely uh, could be. I'm learning more about mung beans today than I ever thought I'd learn. A Springfield man was arrested in Vermont on Tuesday afternoon after allegedly assaulting two people inside of a home. According to Vermont State Police, uh, troopers were called to a home in Randolph for a report of a man beating another man with a wooden object. Troopers located the suspect, 20-year-old Dahim Dukes of Springfield, uh, hiding inside a bathroom on the second floor. You're up in Vermont. Your last name is Duke. Well, I'm going to get them, Duke boy. (laughs) 
That's the problem with them dukes always getting into all kinds of mischief. Yeah. Come on, rascal. Uh, it was them dukes. <laughs> investigation found dukes allegedly uh, assaulted two people in the home. He was arrested and held without bail until his hearing on Wednesday. He has uh, pleaded not guilty to two counts of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and two counts of, uh, of second-degree unlawful restraint. Well, I'm going to get them Duke boys. <laughs> what are you doing up in this part of Vermont? I'm looking for Cooter. <laughs> I don't, anybody, think, I don't think you're going to find the right kind of cooter up here. Did anybody ever think about that nickname before they gave it to him? No, I don't think so. Wasn't he like a, a congressman, too, or something? <laughs> I think the, he the became actual... Representative Cooter. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's a Congressman Cooter. <laughs> a movement is underway in East Hampton to find two new school committee members. This follows the resignations of Lori Garcia and Shannon Dunham, sparked by a recent controversy in the city. Last night, the city council and school committee met to lay the groundwork and set up rules, which will be utilized during all three meetings uh, to fill these vacancies. After a 13 to nothing vote, candidates will receive five minutes to make a statement for their interview. Their thoughts on participating in the interim superintendent search will be asked during this time. Where are they getting 13 to nothing? I thought it was uh, there's only seven people and now they're down to five. Uh, I believe it was like the 10th caller situation. Oh, is it one yeah, of those things? Because yeah. this is like the speed dating version yeah. of how to get a superintendent's job. Okay, you got five minutes. <laughs> Give us your best stuff. Well, I like long walks on the beach. I uh, like pina coladas. I like getting caught in the rain. I'm sorry. That is the uh, exact lyrics of the pina colada song by Rupert Hines. Well, I'm not into yoga. I am into champagne. <laughs> Do you like I making up a beer nights in the dunes <laughs> of the tape? <laughs> Many were also. Hold on. I'm uh, sorry. I'm sorry. We're out of time. Next. Many were also in favor of having question uh, one, having one question per member of the joint convention asked to each candidate. Uh, 22 News uh, spoke with City Council President Homar Gomez. Uh, about what's next in the process for potential candidates, and uh, he said they should have a, a good speech on why they're the best person to sit on the school committee. Well, yeah. I mean, isn't that what yeah, the whole point of the five that, minutes is? Did you did, did you give the superintendent candidates ten and a half minutes? I'm uh, going to use my five minutes not to tell you why I'm the best candidate, but I'm going to give you a five-minute presentation on Dr. Marshall Applewhite, who uh, led. <laughs> but first, try uh, on these shoes. Yes, uh, yeah, try on these shoes. Please have some of this vodka and phenobarbital as we <laughs> learn the history of the Hellbop Comet and where it's going to take us in the next fight. Because it's coming. All right, uh, you win. You're the next guy. <sighs> A second uh, meeting is set to take place on May 18th at 7.15 p.m. when the city council and current uh, committee members listen to potential candidates. The third meeting will be held on May 31st at 6 p.m. for a final vote that we've done through sequential rank choice voting. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how they uh, how they follow the rules on this one since they kind of botched the other one. Well, I mean, yeah, rules are meant to be broken, isn't it? Uh, isn't that what they tell you? Uh, yeah. Or ignored? Somewhere in between? Somewhere in between. Hey, uh, three days to go until the Westfield International Air Show at Barnes Air uh, National Guard Base. Well, actually, it's uh, two days to go since this was written yesterday. Uh, but with uh, tens of thousands expected to come through during the two-day event, uh, how do you secure your spot? Organizers warn you could be dealing with two hours of traffic both ways 
And that's why they want you to buy your parking pass in advance. At least 25,000 people a day, that's how many people are expected to arrive in Westfield for this weekend's show. Parking starts at $20 with lots opening up at 7 a.m. each day, and then the air show kicks off at 9 a.m. A map provided by the Westfield Air Show points out the parking areas available along Route 202, Route 10, and the Mass Pike. You can park along the Mass Pike? I don't believe they want you parking on the Mass Pike. Well, you just pull over to the shoulder. they got plenty of room there. Don't believe that's what they want you to do. You know, actually, probably the best place to see the air show is that pull-off right before the uh, state trooper barracks on I-90. <laughs> but I don't think they want you there either. Well, I'm just saying you you could. And there's a there's a marijuana there's two marijuana dispensaries right over there. Uh, you could probably just hang out in the parking lot over there and watch the air show. You're right on the border of the. Uh, Man, of think the, think of the business that those people are going to do. Oh, they're yeah. really going to mop up. Yeah. The F-35s aren't the only thing that's flying high today. I mean, can you imagine you're all jacked up on a wacky tobacco watching, uh, like, uh, you know, the, you know, airplanes in the sky? Oh, dude, that's awesome. It would be uh, pretty cool to do. I would like to. I saw the uh, they did the demonstration. I wish I could do the demonstration. Because they usually have, like, a media day where they take the media folks up yeah. in, the, in the planes. But I'm too fat for the plane. You have to be yeah, like that, 200 pounds. Like, there's yeah. no way that I'm ever going to come close to even making it into that. Other than Pat Kelly, I don't know a single radio guy that is under 200 pounds. Yeah, Pat Kelly could be our little guinea pig. We should send him up in an F-35. Do we have to let him down? No. <laughs> <laughs> will, he, will he come back? He might. Uh, but I would uh, I would love to have a, a little bit of the devil's lettuce while enjoying uh, the bus the bus with the jetpack on the back of it. How bad would that? How badass yeah. would that be, huh? Look, man, a bus with jet engines on it. That's <laughs> cool, man. This is great. Yeah, I tell you what, it's like a jet a jetpack would be so cool. Yeah, you're uh, a jetpack. I always wanted to. You ever see the jetpacks? Uh, remember what movie that was from? From the '60s, where they had the guy going up in a jetpack. Probably like a. Was it one of those uh, it was like James a, Bond films no, or something? No, it was like a Don Knotts uh, kind of thing. Don Knotts was in the space pack. I, don't I know. can't remember. I remember that in Mr. Limpet. Yeah. yeah. I always wanted to do one of those uh, water skiing things. Or the, oh, not, yeah, the yeah. Water jet pack. They're not water skiing, but they're water jet packs. Thing where yeah. They hooked a hose to the, your back, and then you float up in the air. That's pretty neat. I've seen a lot of jet pack uh, videos, and not, it's not just one that does this, where a bunch of people go up on the jet pack, right? And, uh, you know, they go up in the up in the air, probably like 25, 30 feet up. And then all of a sudden, rather than go forward or further up, they go nose diving right yeah, back yeah, into yeah. the ground. Yeah, yeah, and I every see. time I see that, I'm thinking, you know what? That's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Very wily Coyote-esque. Yeah, I could watch people get injured yeah. all day long. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today uh, is going to be sunny with a high of 80. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 84. It's 48 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Celebrating. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 751 and Bon Jovi with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Going to be uh, sunny and nice today with a high of 79. Tomorrow, uh, sunny with a high of 84. It's 48 right now in downtown Springfield. You want to uh, spruce up your backyard? Rock 102 and Skip's Outdoor Actions can help. It's the Backyard with uh, the Backyard Giveaway. Uh, someone's going to win a Supreme Balcony Bistro patio table set, a 65-quart uh, Arctic uh, cooler, a $200 liquor store gift card, and a $100 cash card. 
All you got to do is go to rock102.com and enter. We'll choose five qualifiers a day until May 19th. And then on Sunday the 21st, me and the road crew will be at Skip's Outdoor Accents in Agawam for your last chance to enter as we pick the big winner. Skip's Outdoor Accents backyard giveaway from Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Uh, well, are you ready? I am. Are you ready or are you just saying you're ready? I'm really just kind of saying it. All right, here's our forced thing we have to do every day. Go. Now hear this with Bex and Nagel on Rock 102. <laughs> this happened on uh, Saturday in La Canada, California. There's a La Canada, California? A La Canada. Okay. In California, which is near L.A., a mom and her son saw a bear in their garage that had just finished eating a cake it stole from the garage fridge. They kept their distance and weren't harmed. Oh, my God, he ate the cake. Ah, it's foaming in his mouth. Ah, 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 he ate the cake. Go, bear, go. Uh, he ate the cake. Uh, I what are they upset about? The fact that bears in the garage, or now they've got no cake? I'd be upset about uh, mom opening her mouth. He got the cake. He got the cake. What? What are you doing? You're idiot? aggravating the bear. Yeah, uh, the bear is just like whoa, 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 whoa. First of all, this is not my Batman glass. Secondly, uh, stop, lady, with your, with your, with your. Uh, yeah, I did eat the cake. I'm just doing bear stuff in yeah. your garage. I, That's it. I ate the cake out of your fridge. You don't need to repeat it three times and make me feel uncomfortable here. Now I feel like you're being a little microaggressive. Yeah, you're being very judgmental of my love of cake. What is wrong with you, lady? <laughs> Uh, if clip, only the bear was better at expressing himself. Clip number two, a throwback Thursday. Uh, this went viral in 2011, but it's making the rounds again on the internet because, you know, we can't come up with new stuff to be amused by. Okay. On who wants to be a millionaire, one of the possible answers was Uranus. And a woman uh, playing said something that she'll never live down. Though most planets are named after Roman deities, what is the only one named for a figure in Greek mythology? Venus. Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus. Jupiter is Roman, I believe. I can't even put a finger on Uranus. Oh. You're going to cut that out. Time to phone a friend. You know what? That'll be edited. Neither could sure. Mr. Vieira. Okay. <laughs> Ah, but it wasn't for a lack of asking. No, it definitely wasn't. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, an aggressive rabbit has now bitten at least two people in an Iowa town. Here is Romano Rustan talking about the attacks. Ooh, Romano Rustan. It just jumps up and bites me, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. I just got bit by a bunny. It came around to her car, and it wouldn't let her out of her car. Well, when she did get out of her car, it chased her up to her, her door. The Prairie Police Department said it's been a rabbit that's been around. I'm not worried about rabies because when it bit me, you know, I didn't see it frothing out the mouth. Yeah, uh, it didn't. Uh, it wasn't foaming at the mouth or anything. I don't need to go to a doctor. Sounds like that that vicious yeah. rabbit in uh, <laughs> in the Holy Grail. Oh, oh, yeah. Hey, what does it do? Nibble your bum. <laughs> By the way, uh, police say they caught the rabbit and released it at the local wastewater <laughs> treatment plant. Run away! Run away! 
what what a, what a fate though. You're being released to the wastewater treatment plant. Yeah, boy. Yeah. Just back where I belong. Uh substitute teacher Jennifer Hale from Florida is being charged after letting a 7th grader use her vape pen. Here's the mom. <laughs> Hey, we can use you over at Ludlow. <laughs> There's a mom of uh, Eustace, Eustace Middle School student Jennifer Hunter and uh, Eustace Police Chief Craig Capri talking about the excuse the substitute gave. I never thought that a substitute teacher would give my child that or someone else's child any of that stuff. You can't do this. You just can't do it. I mean, this should be common sense. So She has a responsibility to that classroom to protect kids, not abuse them. And her response was she just wanted to fit in. She just wanted to fit in. I can think of no better way. You're the adult. You don't want to fit yeah, but in I'm, with the seventh graders. But I'm a cool adult. No, That's different. No, 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 no. You just don't do that. You, there, there's certain things you don't do, like share your vape pen. Well, I mean, they're going to be vaping anyway. I mean, why not learn it from a qualified educational professional? <laughs> what, it was There was a family guy thing where he kept, where Peter was telling Chris... Well, yeah, you're going to smoke a whole carton of cigarettes now. But it was like all these other little things that he was doing throughout the day that had nothing to do with cigarette smoking. And Peter kept popping in going, yeah, well, you're going to smoke a whole carton of these now. Ah, <laughs> oh, you like vaping? Here, vape this whole pen. I'm sure you won't die of nicotine overdose at all. You're <laughs> yeah. A little popcorn lung never hurt anybody. It's uh, I love popcorn. Especially the buttered kind. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, it's 7.57. That is Now Hear This with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. However, that has not yet been the case for Bob Huggins. On Monday, Huggins appeared on a radio show in Cincinnati. During that interview, he was asked whether he ever thought of luring players away from the basketball program at Xavier to play for him in West Virginia. His response was to refer to an incident last season in which Xavier students threw rubber penises onto the court during a game against his former team, the Cincinnati Bearcats. He then decided to swan dive into a steaming pile of controversy by describing that scene using a homophobic slur. Not once, but twice. Because you see, just one offensive slur wasn't sufficient enough. He needed two of them to make his point. Yesterday, in spite of his public apology, the University of West Virginia announced that they would be reducing his $4.2 million salary by a full million dollars, forcing him to live with the shame and humiliation of living in West Virginia and only making $3.2 million a year. Huggins will also be required to attend a training session at the university's LBGTQ Plus Center. He'll also be forced to attend sessions at the school's mental health center so that he might have a better understanding of how the world actually operates. Folks, I may say a few dumb things from time to time, but that's what they pay me for. But when you launch into that level of basic ignorance and insensitivity, you run the risk of being smacked in the face with some brutal consequences. And while a 25% reduction in pay certainly smarts, he's lucky it wasn't 100% reduction because I'm sure he offended more than 25% of the people who are enrolled there. But hey, never my yappin' sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. Buy a grill at Rockies. It's assembled and delivered free. Any grill over 400 bucks. Plus, your first round of fuel, free too. Pellets, propane, charcoal, whatever. Rockies is your grilling destination. The big green egg, the, Wager, the, the Traeger wood fire grill, the Uni pizza oven, and introducing the Blackstone Outdoor Griddle. I'm back. That's my view from the couch.
Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 811 and Zeppelin with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be sunny today with a high of 80. Tomorrow, 84 for a high. It's 48 right now in downtown Springfield. Steve, were you aware that it is now time to announce the uh, $1,000 keyword to cash? Well, then announce away. Uh, It's time, Steve, for the keyword to cash $1,000 keyword. And I happen to have it right in front of me here. Right in front of you. Today's keyword, Steve, is the word dollars that's dollars d-o-l-l-a-r-s dollars dollars let me try to use that in a sentence i would like to win one thousand dollars i'm not even going to spell it for you again even though it's d-o-l-l-a-r-s go to the uh, the keyword to cash contest page on rock102.com enter the word dollars for a chance to win a thousand bucks, you can have until midnight tonight to enter the uh, the keyword uh, for a thousand bucks. Your thousand dollar keyword is dollars. D O L L A R S. Good luck from Rock One Hundred Two, Springfield's Classic Rock. Well, there you go. There you go. Uh huh. Fulfilled my obligation and filled it on time. And now we can move on to nothing because we don't really have anything prepared. Actually, uh, that's not true, Steve. There's a, oh, uh, we can do a survey. Do you think we can do a survey? Uh, sure, yeah. Uh, yeah. They said. All right. A uh, series of new polls. <laughs> you know. Uh, polls. It's hard for people to, to agree on pretty much anything anymore. Yeah, You don't have like a like a, a massive amount of people agreeing. I disagree with that. Do you? Yeah. Well, you're part of a very small percentage of people then. Uh, in a series of new polls, however, it sounded like every uh, one in America digs road trips. Forty percent say they love them. Forty-three percent say they like them, and less than ten percent of people have a negative opinion. I, I'm, oh. a, I'm actually a fan of the road trip. I have been on a lot of road trips. What happened to you over there? I don't know. Your this pieces old, are falling yeah, out of your bits, microphone. Yeah, the bits and pieces are falling. Anyway, I've been on a lot of road trips. Yeah. Some of them have been fantastic. Yeah. A few of them have been absolutely awful. Yeah. So it's really hit or miss. Sometimes you get a good one. Sometimes it's like, eh, well, where are you going? Who's going to be there? What are you going there for? Like my dad and his wife, you know, uh, go on road trips at least once a year. Yeah. Like they just got back from one and where they, they hopped in the car, see, and they drove to Texas. Yeah. And then went to Pennsylvania and then back to Massachusetts. That's a long way. That's a long ways away for the elderly to be away from their homes. I actually don't mind road trips. Uh, I take road trips with my kids all the time. And, mm-hmm. uh, they're actually pretty good, you know, like travel partners. But the problem is I don't have somebody to drive with. So I'm, right. usually, I'm always by myself. And uh, I don't know if I'm actually a good road trip partner for another, like another adult like a driver. Right. Because uh, I usually wind up doing most of the driving anyway. Sure. And uh, when I did, there was one time my my oldest sister and I drove, this was years ago, uh, about 20 years ago or so, uh, we drove back from my parents' house in Florida. She okay. had flown down there. I had driven down there. But then we drove back together. And we did this basically a 23-hour trip mm-hmm. uh, together uh, all the way up the East Coast. And uh, you think that, like, you get along with your siblings after you become an adult? 
that changes very quickly after about eight hours in a car ride oh, with yeah. your sibling, and then you like then all of a sudden it's turning into this uh, like. I don't know. Like, like I pulled over to take a nap because she was sleeping, and I'm like, "Well, I'm gonna pull over and take a nap too. I can't drive like this." And then she was yelling at me that, "Oh, we're not gonna get home," and we, uh, I gotta do it. I hated that. Long, long uh, road trips could make or break a relationship. Actually, you know what? If you want to make or break a relationship, take a long road trip with your significant I'm, other, and you'll see how right. well you get along at the end. Now, like for example. Uh, you remember back in uh, in my uh, in my older days, mm-hmm. yeah, I would take a a seventeen hour long trip to, you know, the the Great Lakes yeah. to to Milwaukee to the lake they call Gitchagumi. Well, that's Lake Superior, but but close enough. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Milwaukee's a uh, you know bordering uh, Lake Michigan. Anyway, uh, that's a long drive spread out over two days. You know that could either uh, make you or break you. Uh, my wife now, uh, Jenny and I, have not done a road trip any any further than Maine. It's about four hours. Mm, yeah, like a little bit more than three hours. Yeah. And, uh, and that was fine. We handled that okay. But we have never ventured out on the long haul. And I don't you know, I'm a, I, I got no problem going out and, uh, and testing, you know, seeing Doing how strong road. this relationship is. It, it, it seems strong to me, feels strong. Yeah, love her to pieces, but can we handle 10 hours or more it's in a, a car? It's a long damn time. It, it is. It really is a long time. Like, I like I would love to go back to Washington. Mm-hmm. I think Washington, D.C. is like one of the coolest cities ever. Yeah. Love going down there. I would love to just get in the car, drive to Washington. Do I really want to do it, or am I just saying I really want to do it? Because, you know, you can get really aggravated with somebody in a car for 10 hours. I don't mind doing it. We usually go, like, uh, drive down to the Outer Banks every summer. That's a good trip. It is a good trip. And uh, you take that uh, Delaware. It's like it's not like a, it's not like 95. It's You're going into Virginia, yes. Virginia Beach over that big, long bridge. That, that, that big causeway. Ch- uh, Chunnel Bridge or whatever yeah. the heck it's called. Uh, anyway, but you go that way, and <clears throat> there's actually stuff to see on the side of the road. Like, because you're going through a a lot of towns it's very mm-hmm. much like it's like a long riverdale street is what it is <laughs> well i mean there's i mean you, no, you're you, not wrong it's you, like car dealerships and places to eat well it, it's basically the route five i think it's route one isn't it isn't it route one that, uh, uh i think it, it's it could one. be i don't remember it's been a long time since i've been down there anyway uh you know that's fun you know the, especially during the day the kids are out like oh look at that shady motel or you know look at look at this uh, we we stop at the antique shops and check out all the tchotchke crap that they oh, have I for know. sale it's uh, it's fun i i've been on a couple of road trips where you know if if you take you know the the pike heading yeah. west and you take 90 you know all the way across the country yeah. there's parts of it where there's absolutely no civilization for miles at a time but it's still better than taking route 80 which takes yeah. you through the entire length of Pennsylvania yeah which is the most brutal drive ever because there ain't nothing going on in Pennsylvania, There's nothing going on in a lot of those states that you drive. Through. I know, but you know, but but I, it, maybe you feel this way too. When you're on a road trip, mm-hmm. every time you cross another state line, it, there's a, there's a certain excitement about it because you know you're closer to your destination. Right? It's like, oh, we just got out of Pennsylvania. Thank goodness, Ohio, here we come. You once you get into Ohio and you keep going, you get out of Ohio. It's like, all right, we're making progress. But there are sometimes when you're just 
like driving through the entire length of New York State, and you realize, oh, oh yeah. my God, this thing is never going to end. We I, are never getting out of here. I think it was, uh, it's either South or North Carolina that seems like forever yeah. to get through. Never been to South, been, been to North. Yeah, that takes a long time. That takes a real long time. Virginia's another long one, too. Kentucky is no uh, great shakes. Yeah, I... Uh, I Again, you know, it depends on what what route you're driving. You're taking 95. Yeah. We always stop at uh, Pedro's, you know, the south of the border thing. Oh, yeah. Down there. we uh, I, And I'm like the spontaneous stop guy. Yeah. If I see something, I'm like, we got to go see that. You know, I'm kind of the same way, too, because, I yeah. mean, there have been a couple times I've made the trip, and, like, in Indiana, there's this huge Amish population or Mennonite or whatever it is, but there's, like, this... There's this enormous roadside restaurant, enormous, mm-hmm. that is all Amish yeah. comfort food. And it, there's like hundreds of, hundreds of people are going to this place, and it, it's packed. And you yeah. go, and I think it's like in, in Shipshawana, in, in Indiana. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, I, and we went a couple of times, like, oh, my God, this is fantastic. If you want to get, like, something that's going to be served with, like, a potato with, with no with no salt in it, it's this is the place you want to go. There's that place. There's also a place that uh, sells fireworks and weapons. Weapons. Yeah, that's where usually, you get the weapons. Uh, yeah, Asian weapons, like kung fu weapons. Oh, like uh, uh, stars, throwing stars. Throwing and, stars. And, uh, uh, switch blades. And switch blades, like that. chucks, and all that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, that's cool. That would be great to take the kids into. Yeah. I would love that. Like, hey, kids, let's, let's look at this stuff. Well, like, we were down in, uh, it was probably about five years ago now, I had to take the kids down to my mother's house because she hadn't been living there for a few months and, you know, had, but I, but it basically had to go down there and take care of the house. Sure. So I'm like, oh, kids, come on, we're going on a two-week vacation, a two-week road trip, basically a two-week road trip uh, down to Florida. Now, I'm like thinking ahead of time going, do how am I going to keep these kids entertained? You know, they're like seven and six years old. I said, uh, I just, I didn't have a plan. I just said, okay, well, if I drive now, right. I'll be in Washington, D.C. by midnight tonight if I leave now. Sure. So I found a hotel near Washington, D.C. We parked, and then uh, the next morning when we got up, I said, hey, who wants to go see the Lincoln Memorial? And they're like, we do. So we took an Uber Took yeah. five minutes, dropped us off at the Lincoln Memorial. The kids uh, saw, I mean, even just seeing all that stuff, they were too young to really kind of recognize what was going on, yeah. you know, of all the, the cool stuff that they got down there. But at least you got to see that. And yeah. we took some pictures, and then we hopped back in the car, and our next stop was Pedro down at the uh, south oh, of the border. Fantastic. Yeah, see? nation's capital to uh, the nation's white <laughs> trash capital. <laughs> South of the border. <laughs> and they're really not that far away from yeah. each other. So I'm, I'm all about the road trip. It's uh, 822 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 829 and yes with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Uh, Dan Brand will give you the forecast. It's actually going to be pretty nice for the next uh, week. It's going to be really nice. Uh, you know, uh, it, uh, unbelievable today. Tomorrow a little bit cloudier, but it's going to be 85. And even... The pancake breakfast on Saturday, which mm-hmm. you know typically gets good, good weather, but it's you know it's 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 a whole uh, you know successor failure hinges on how nice of a day it's going to be. Uh, it looks like a beautiful day for the, the pancake breakfast. This weekend is going to be a traffic nightmare. You got the pancake breakfast, you got the air show, you got uh, graduation at Westfield State. Mm-hmm. 
which I believe they're holding on the property. I think the past couple of years they were doing it down at the Mass Mutual Center. And they're stay- they're staying up in Westfield? Well, probably because the pancake breakfast is going on on Saturday, you know? Well, yeah, but they, but they I remember trying to remember who it was who was having their graduation on Saturday at the Mass Mutual Center. Is it AIC maybe? Probably so. It it's like, one of the, yeah, they yeah. use that facility now to hold a lot of graduations there because it's big enough. Yeah. Well, either way, uh, it's going to be a hell of a weekend. And you know what? Don't be worried about the, the traffic. You don't, don't worry about any of that. I'm worried about the traffic. Uh, don't worry about it. You'll be fine. You're gonna, you'll get around without any problem whatsoever. You know, as much as I love road trips and what we were just talking about, the one thing I do hate is being stuck in, like, stagnant traffic. Yeah. I mean, that's always, uh, that's always, that is what tests a relationship. Mm-hmm. Bad traffic on a road trip. Yeah. You know, when you're delayed by two or three hours because there's accidents or construction or, you know, some other unforeseen circumstance. Yeah. Ah, it's always going to ruin it. Yeah, it is, I and, guess. But you'll always have a story to tell afterwards. Yeah. Oh, we were stuck in traffic for hours. We would have been here hours ago, yeah. but we were stuck in traffic. You should have seen it. It wasn't moving for hours. That's, a, that's a, yeah. That's it's an icebreaker. It is an icebreaker. Yes, it is. Yeah. We have news coming up next on Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass News first alert forecast. A cool, comfortable start. 835 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Go to Gary Rome Hyundai today. Get 0% financing on select models. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. Chicopee and State Police are investigating an unattended death after law enforcement heard a gunshot inside of an apartment on Pendleton Avenue Wednesday afternoon. Hamden DA spokesperson Jim Lydon said an interaction occurred Wednesday between a resident of the apartment and the sheriff's department. The resident ran back into his apartment and law enforcement heard a gunshot. Members of the state police and Chicopee Police Department are investigating an unattended death as a result of the incident. Lydon says the incident has been contained and there is no threat to the public. Following that incident, the 22 News crew could see Chicopee State Police and members of the Sheriff's Department outside the apartment complex in the area. State police could be seen entering the building with shields, helmets, and body armor equipped. Uh, some hard-hitting reporting. Yeah, but... Uh I don't really know what else is going on over there. 22 News will continue to follow the story and update this article as soon as more information becomes available. No, they won't. But don't hold your breath. No, they won't. They, they're not going to do that. Stop. Stop asking. <laughs> Listen, Listen we're, there's there's a, we're already on to other stories. Uh, we can't be focused on yesterday's news today. A corpse flower at the Mount Holyoke College Botanic Garden has finally opened up. What is it, while it is a beautiful sight, it also comes with a unique smell. The Amorphophallus titanium, also known as the corpse flower, has grown over two feet in just the last few days and was found Wednesday morning blooming in the garden. The flower only blooms for a few days, boasting a powerful stink, which is where it gets its name from. The stench is compared to the smell of rotting flesh. Now, why would someone plant something like that? Uh, well, because uh, the thing is, it's huge. This thing is, like, giant. It's like one of those things you'd see in, like... Uh, uh, like a like a like a movie where people are miniaturized or something like that. You know, it like kind of reminds me of the, the plant in uh, Little Shop of Horrors. You know, the one that was eating people. Did you ever see the original Little Shop of Horrors, the 1950s film? Uh, yes, I have. We uh we got that as a a, a two pack V VHS uh, package. Hey, you're all right over there. Let's, so let's just paint a picture. All right, of what's so going it, on here. here's what's happening now. Yeah. 
This microphone that I'm talking into yeah. is hooked up to what is known as a boom stand. Yeah. Okay, so it's a it's a it's got the springs on it and it dangles the microphone in front of my face and there's a little tiny nut, a little uh, little nut that holds it in place. Mm-hmm. Well, about 15 minutes ago, I'm uh, I'm just, you know, gently moving the uh, microphone closer to my face and uh, the nut comes out and the microphone's dangling like a pendulum on a grandfather clock. Well, so you uh, you busted a nut off your boom, and yeah. now you're holding it in your hand. That's one way to put it, isn't uh-huh, it, Steve? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you know, lo and behold, you're doing news, uh, you know, doing what you do, and uh, I'm listening to you reporting uh, stories of the day about the corpse flower, yeah. and uh, it happens again. So now I'm holding on the microphone with my bare hand. This is a heavy microphone. Yeah, you're you're holding it like uh, you're a stand-up comedian. What's the deal with the corpse flowers? <laughs> you do it. You're holding it like you're, like you're on stage yeah. somewhere. Microphones. Have you seen these things? What's up with busted nuts on the microphone, huh? An airplane food. Yeah. Who's serving this stuff? Why does that flower smell so bad? Huh? Am I right? Who would want that in their, uh, in their uh, solarium? The aristocrats. Yeah. Yeah, the aristocrat. So uh, it, you'll have to indulge me while I try to screw this nut back in. No, I just like how you little uh, you're, like you're doing a little stand up action there. Yeah, I, I don't mean to be. Yeah, I, that's not uh, what I'm I'm after. It's not the uh, the aesthetic I'm looking for right now. Right you, now, I'm looking for a microphone that's not gonna fall on my face. You know what you should do? You should hold the microphone and then hold one of your earphones like you're one of them old timey broadcasters. Oh, like a Gary Owens. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, and then the corpse flower bloomed right. up at Mount Holyoke College. Oh, let me try it. Let me try it. Sock it to me. Uh, see, there you go. I'm yeah, gonna, there you let go. Me, let me just take a picture of you just like that. Yeah, you're holding the microphone that is not uh, bent right. up there. All right. So uh, if if you hear a little bit of noise of uh, yeah. me rustling around, it, it's I'm trying to lift. Uh, with my arthritic hands, I'm trying to hold this very heavy microphone and screw this thing in at the same time. Okay. All right, so here we go. My arthritic hands. Yeah, well, that happens when you're an old guy. What kind of banged up, beaten out old radio show is this? I'm telling you nothing. I used to be so young and... And spry. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. spry. I don't know if you... I don't think you're doing that. Let me hold this for you. Okay, okay. All right, there's that. that. All right, there's there's this, and I'll just try to screw that in like like so, and... Oh, that's... uh, (sighs) You know what would be really helpful? What? If we had like somebody here, like a producer, like if, if a help. producer were here, and I could just, this? huh? Uh, oh, this one's not even. The That's right not gonna side. reach. Now, what are you talking about? No, it's not about a region. What about? Oh, that one can't reach. I can't reach. No, I, this, okay. Oh, here. Ooh, ooh. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, okay. See, that's gonna hold for about three minutes, and then it's gonna fall off. Oh again. yeah, no, it's definitely gonna, it's definitely gonna fall again. <clears throat> oh my god, my hands are killing me. All right. Anyway. News time. Are you ready? Yes. Are you saying you're ready? Or are, you, are you ready or are you just saying you're ready? I was actually ready about 10 minutes ago. 10 minutes ago? Yeah, when we started this damn thing. Oh. And wow. now here it is 841, and I feel like uh, you know I just wasted my time and your time talking about a, uh, a mechanical failure. You're not wasting any of my time, Bax. I got nothing going on right now. <laughs> Steve, you're doing a newscast. Hey, uh, an Iowa woman survived uh, getting struck by lightning in a Target parking lot during severe weather. Amber Cognelton parked her car next to a shopping cart corral Sunday afternoon at a Target in Cedar Rapids. She got out of the car and was still holding the door handle when she says lightning hit her. 
I step out of my car, close the door, and I'm grabbing towards the backseat door, and all of a sudden it just hit. I lost my hearing and just kind of went to the ground. I just couldn't hear. Congleton says she felt like she couldn't move, but she did not lose consciousness. My legs were gone. I felt like I couldn't move them. Dr. Dr. Lucy Wibbenmeyer. Ooh, I like that name. Wibbenmeyer. Dr. Lucy Wibbenmeyer. Director of the University of Iowa Hospital and Clinic's burn unit said what happened to Congleton isn't common. It's something she saw once as a resident but never again in her 25-year career. The doctor says the most common long-term health effects of lightning strike include cataracts. Oh, I already have a Lincoln here. What do I need a cataract for? <laughs> you ever drew in a cataract? Uh, psychological and cognitive problems. Uh, Congleton will continue to be screened for those things. Even so, Cognelton says she's very blessed that the situation wasn't worse. You ever see that uh, the picture in the Guinness Book of World Records of the old guy that got hit by lightning like nine times yeah, in his life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. And, and he's like, a, I don't know, he's like a park ranger or something like that. But anyway, he's holding a he's holding like a cowboy hat or a park ranger hat, and you can see like the burn mark at, on the top of it. Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. A combination of like a like singed fabric, mm-hmm. singed felt, and 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 like. Blood and guts that just like poured out of. I, if if I got hit by lightning more than once and survived, I would never go outside the house again. No, I saw a guy. Uh, it was last week. Uh, one of those videos I was watching on Reddit, and the guy gets struck twice in the parking lot in the same like couple of seconds. Yeah, he gets struck. He falls to the ground. There's a few seconds of him like, what the heck just happened? And then he gets up and he starts walking again and he gets struck again only to be able to get up again. He must, I mean, it must not have been like a, like a, a, a super powerful lightning strike, but I would imagine that uh, those things are uh, pretty it, deadly I only no need, matter. I only need to get struck once to know I don't want to get struck a second time. But talk about God playing whack-a-mole. Like... You know, like, you know yeah, I didn't get you here, but I'll get you again. You know what? You know, you've heard the the old saying that lightning never strikes twice in the yeah. same place. Yeah, that's bogus. Yeah, sometimes it does. I used to work for a radio station that built their tower right next to a river. What could possibly have gone lightning wrong? Lightning definitely strikes twice. Twice. Yeah. More in this. Twice in the same hour. During any given storm. Things got so bad they had to move to a building with no available parking. Yeah. Well, hey, you know that's what happens. Happens to the best of us, I guess. Yeah, I suppose. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today is going to be sunny and nice with a high of 80. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 84. It's 48 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah. What do you order when the weather is beautiful and you're sitting on the path? Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 852 and Pearl Jam. With Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. It's going to be a nice day today. Sunny and a high of 80. It is uh, 48 right now in downtown Springfield. See, I'm afraid to touch this microphone. I'm afraid it's going to fall apart on my yeah, hands I now. I wouldn't touch that at all. I know, but it's like, yeah, you know, like I, I'm always kind of fiddling with it. I want the like the right position and uh, and, and everything. And, and every time I touch it, I feel like I'm just going to break it. Uh, you're fiddling with that thing. Uh, you're fiddling with your microphone. You're going to bust the nut, and then that's going to be the end of it again. And then we're going to have to hold it in your hand. Mm, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's, that's the problem. As opposed by to letting someone else do it for you right now. I wonder if uh, Dan's going to have that problem after 10 o'clock. You know what? Uh, that's not your problem. Not after Dan gets in here. No, it's not going to be my problem. Well, once you leave, uh, we didn't do anything. 
No, no, uh, right, exactly. It becomes a new problem for the next shift. <laughs> you know, if I pretend nothing happened, I'm kind of off the hook for taking any kind of responsibility, right? Yeah, exactly. All right, well, yeah. I can do that. I think you're in the right philosophy there. Hey, uh, as you know, Michael Winslow is coming to the area. Who? Michael Winslow from uh, all the Police Academy oh, movies. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, the, the fellow that can make all those noises with his mouth. We actually interviewed him. It's up online. You can listen to that uh, when you want to. Yeah, well, he's in uh, Police Academy, Spaceballs, Gremlins. He was the voice of the Gremlin. That's what it was. He, okay, yeah, was, we were reading uh, yeah. the credits the other day, and he was uh, he was one of the Gremlins. He's going to be at the, uh, the Agawam Cinemas on Saturday, May 20th. That's uh, not this Saturday. I believe next Saturday at noon. Uh, you're, you get to, uh, a chance to meet and greet him. You get to movie tickets that he's going to uh, screen one of his great films. I don't know if it's Spaceballs or Police but, Academy 1. It said, he said Police Academy 1 when yeah, we interviewed him. Remember but, we interviewed but, him the other day? Yeah, no, I remember that. Yeah. I bet you, know, like, how much does he know? I mean, really. He's not the one organizing this thing. He's just showing up, right? He said during the interview it's going to be the first police category. I just, I just don't want to take him for his word. I don't really know whether how trustworthy You didn't is. listen to a thing he said. <sighs> Must have been all the excess noise he was making. That's exactly what it is. Anyway, uh, you, you can uh, you can go. It'll even be a Q&A if uh, time permits. But uh, you want to get there early. It starts at noon. We happen to have a pair of tickets so you can meet and greet Michael Winslow and see whatever movie they are screening, uh, presumably... Police Academy, uh, Police, one. Police Academy one with Bubba Smith and Steve Gutenberg and uh, who else was in that? Uh, George Gaines. George Gaines. Right. Oh, punky. Yeah, that guy. I like that guy. Yeah, that guy. Uh, I think Bobcat Goldthwait was in it. Was George Gaines like a serious actor back like in the like the forties and fifties? Is that uh, or sixties? Uh, yeah, no, I think he was a, a serious serious actor. The first time I saw him was in Tootsie. Yeah. Remember that? Like, oh was, yeah, Tootsie. he was the actor that would like try to make out with every actress on the on the set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Dorothy, kiss me. Try to you know ram his tongue down her throat. I like the I like how you make those noises. Yeah, thank you. All I'm, right. I'm very much like Michael Winslow himself. So anyway, tenth caller right now at two nine three one zero two one wins tickets to meet and greet Michael Winslow. I'll be looking forward to speaking with the winner. I'm sure you will find that very satisfying. I, you know, is it weird that we have like all these people's information? <laughs> like, like it's kind of creepy when you win a prize from here. We're asking you all of this personal information. Yeah, we ask your phone number, and you're like, "Oh, it's Fred, jo- Fred uh, Johnson from Granville." Isn't it funny though? Like we, you know, we have we have Steve Weissman on at least once a month talking about scams <laughs> and all that stuff. You're just you're just randomly just giving your information oh, to who to some dude on the other side of the phone. There's no bigger scam than a federally licensed radio station. Yeah, you know what? It's funny how uh, compromised information is bad until it involves free tickets to something. <laughs> <laughs> and a chance to meet hey, Michael Winslow. Yeah, well, well yeah, but, but like any other contest we do, like, uh, I, I don't want to give out my address and phone number. I got some old Deerfield Craft Fair tickets <laughs> for you. Okay, my social is 0548211921. Here's my inseam yeah, measurement, too, yeah. if that'll help. My mother's maiden name was McGillicuddy. <laughs> <laughs> it's 857 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.